Hello, mother. <laughs> mom, I mom. slide. I slide. We are going to get high tonight. Basically, we are going to take a ride tonight. That's how I'm rocking. Yo, now it's downtown, I was downtown clubbing. It was ladies' night that night. I'm trying to go to ladies' night. I'm not a lady. He said he was 18 and live a crazy life. He wasn't young, dog. Santana been in the game. He he's not Lil Wayne level, but he's he was young. He's. 18 and he lived a crazy life. Yeah, what imagine telling a, a, a lady like you know when you're in a club like <laughs> like oh what you do you know I'm 18 I live a crazy life. life plus I know what the 80s like <laughs> that means I sell crack. Yes. <laughs> that, that's what I just explained to you. What's your age and type? What's your age and type. Chill me come on come stay tonight. You know what I'm saying? That's gang. First off, why are you in the club 18? You should, I, you're not supposed to be in here. This is 21 up a club. Yeah, there. There's multiple things. Because he said, I'm 18 and live a crazy there's life. Because she questions. already wants to say to you, I know you're young, but I'm 18. I live a crazy questions. life. There's questions that aren't being asked to Joel's. Well, racks don't have any. Sir, why aren't you at home? <laughs> Money talk. Sir, why why aren't you in school? Because I live a crazy how life. Live, how are you in the club at 18? Because I live a crazy racks. life. And you AKA, sell crack. I got racks. And I, I sell drugs. I sell crack. <laughs> I mean, when you sell crack and you get money, you're pretty sure the world. When you sell drugs, up. it does. Open. Money, like you said, money don't got no age. Mm-mm, money doesn't have age. Money is access. I give you this dollar, you shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You don't ask no more questions because mm-hmm. I just put something to shut you the fuck up. Mm. Right. That's it. The key to life, money. Sell crack. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't agree with that key to life. That's Chris's key to life. <laughs> Brisk key to life. So crack. So crack. Yeah, your mom can't listen to this. Yeah, she definitely, <laughs> she definitely can't listen to this. Hey, welcome again, guys. Thank you for uh, tuning in to us. Welcome to another episode of Mother Talks, the safe place for keeping it player, where we keep it kosher every time. All the time, man. Uh, just the gang is here again. The gang. We at episode 14. Mm. One four. four yeah, yeah we're 14. We're we're getting up there. Listen, when we get to like 50, <laughs> we need like the big bottle of Henny. Motherfucker. The big that, baby? That the episode, baby? That episode's gonna be flagrant. You put a diaper on it. <laughs> <laughs> put a diaper on the Henny bottle? I would. For the 50? For the Not for the Honda. For the Honda, we gotta do it in like a destination. I said Charlotte, but we could go somewhere crazy too. We need to like do a podcast like in oh yeah, we like out of the country. I'm uh, with the shits, like, bro. I'm with the shits. We'll see what our money. Looks I'm like. with the shits. I mean, granted, by the time we get, I'm sitting there, next to big money, so I gotta save my money. But we gonna pull up. It's also safe money. Yeah, definitely. Put that make make that make a new. We account. gonna put that on the calendar. Wasted money yesterday. Man. You ain't wasted. It was worth it. Yeah. Experience. Whatever. You got more experience. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, Brisbane, right, you got to keep it funky, though? Uh, yeah. What was it? Uh, I think you forgot. Shit. I forgot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So I was watching uh, Black Ink um, a couple days ago. Black Ink what city? The regular Black Ink with the 
regular niggas in New York. Uh, Sky and M, Caesar, Walt, you know, all those people that don't do shit. Shout out to, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, cat? Not cat from Chicago, cat from, uh, cat, the other cat, the receptionist, she's from DC, shout out to her. Oh, she's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was watching it, so they was in the New, New Orleans, and they were trying to get the, sh- the shop together, and if you watch the show, you've seen what happened, um, and they started fighting some dude that is from New Orleans, Mm. And it's, not, it's okay because they always fight in this part of the show, but <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is um, when you're in another city, this is in life in general. When you're in another city, and you're a visitor. Don't fight the locals. Stay away from them. Don't mess with the locals, or unless you're showing love. Unless you're showing love. When they fought this dude, and now you know. That whole shop could have got shot up. Listen, you don't know. People have you don't guns know and they use them. You don't know. And what city? You said they was in another city. What city? It was, was in New Orleans. Orleans. Listen, the murder city? capital. Listen, five zero four. Ain't that New Orleans zip code? Yeah. I have no idea. It's the oh, five hundred and four. Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying, in general in life, when you go to other cities, don't act a fool. Try because not to. You, act a fool. You can kick people, but just. <laughs> but just make sure you kick people in a well-lit area. <laughs> or know who you're kicking. <laughs> no, they're not about that smoke. Don't don't, yeah. don't mess with dangerous people. Don't come to another city and start messing with the locals. That's like the number one rules. Don't mess with the locals. <laughs> That's the number one That's rule. the number one rule. Because they will kill you. <laughs> He's really pleading to someone. He's trying to talk to you. Listen, like, all you crazy people. I'm not going to go to New York. And just start acting a fool in a city that's that I don't know. It's not home turf. It's not home turf. You're losing. You will lose. You know what I'm saying? What if you got to fight? Oh, boom, you win. You're like, oh, bad, man, fuck these niggas from New York. This nigga come back with 12 of his niggas and mm-hmm. shoot up your whole shit. Beat your whole crew up. That's worst case scenario right there. I mean, I I would do it now. If I got beat up, you would shoot up I would call you two. Oh, yes. We have to. Call and the we're gang. riding on somebody. Call the gang. So don't you think if you're in a you're in a foreign city and you got in a fight with somebody else, they would ride on they get their people and ride up on you? That's exactly what I think. Mm-hmm. Disrespect someone. You know it's gonna be retired. And they know where to drop your body off. I like gotta watch now. this episode now because I'm a, I watch Black in Chicago and Black in New York. I love it because the niggas actually fight on the show. You know, like most most reality shows, it's like the women fighting. I wanna see niggas get stolen in the face. <laughs> like I wanna see sometimes that's what I want to see. So on on Black Ink, the, the dudes get the wrecking. So I gotta watch this episode. They was wilding in a whole other city. Dumbass. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Just in life in general, when you go out of town, I said this before, aka hashtag Big Daddy SLs told you <laughs> that when you're in another city or another country, you're representing something else <laughs> bigger than you. Don't go into another city acting dumb. Okay. Because somebody will kill you. Very funky, my brother. Don't die. And they know where to drop your body off. <laughs> <laughs> he has thought this whole scenario out in his head. He, he thought he saw this shit. That was very funky, my brother. That's it. Now you got one? Uh, yeah, let me see. Do not be afraid of direct confrontation. At mm. work. At work. Oh. oh. He put that at work. 
because sometimes people are afraid to go up and tell somebody, hey, I didn't like what you did there. Don't do that shit again. And however you say it is between you and that individual. But, you know, don't be afraid of that, man. That I bring that up because um, this past week there was this uh, individual who had a problem with another individual. And she didn't even work there. She's an intern. She goes and tells the boss instead of talking to the the worker there and just cashing it out. Passive aggressive work shit. That created a awkward environment for her because she got to be here till April. All that shit could have been squashed if she would have just talked to her. You know, kept a stack bundle, woman to woman. People don't go straight to the problem. You going around the problem to the boss. So you know, don't be afraid of that. You got a problem with somebody, talk to them and let them know. But you know how to say it. That's what I was about to say because I'm like, people don't know how to talk to people sometimes. Like, yeah. I feel like not all people are people, people, people. I feel like not all people are people, people. Yeah. So they might know not how to express themselves. People are not good at expressing themselves, especially yeah. in tough situations. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm around a group of people that actually know how to express themselves. I mean, if I do have a problem, I can address it to you. We're like, I'm not coming at you too strong, yeah. but I want to let you know. I'm going to get my point across, and I'm going to stop whatever you did that I didn't like. You're going to know exactly when you do it Yeah. that it was a problem. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Maybe that part might not be trash. right, but yeah. yeah, in the work and environment, is different. it's difficult. second piece to my uh, hot take, and just quick, if you're at work and you don't have work to do, you need to learn how to look like you're doing work. Oh, facts. Talk about it. got to be skilled wait, 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 listen. Like you're doing something. Keep going, because where are you going with that? Yeah, you know saying, someone that don't know how to do that shit? Because, yeah, but it's the intern, she there, she be complaining about not having stuff to do. I might listen, shorty. You getting, This is a paid internship, okay? This is a government opportunity. Shut your ass up. Sit there, bring up some shit that you ain't working on, and look like you're doing something. <sighs> Okay? Be quiet. Why the fuck are you complaining about not having nothing to do when no one notices? I've See, never. people started to notice. And then, like, she'd just be on her phone. And she'd just be, and I'm like, uh, come on, do better. Like, you gotta always look busy. Look busy. Always. I'm going here to do that. Like, look busy. that is the, that is the, the, the finesse part about work. Like, that's how you gotta finesse work. Like, mm-hmm. to get paid to bullshit sometimes. Yeah. Like, that is the dream. Like, I'm bullshitting, but I'm getting paid. Right. And then, but when work needs to get done, I'm getting that work done. But I'm not looking for extra work. Like, hey, I don't got nothing to do, so I'm just sitting here. I'm still trying to get paid. I'm getting paid by the hour. (laughs) It it upsets people when they look and your screen ain't even on. And you're just back there on the phone. Looking dumb. Come on. Your screen not even on. You're an intern. Get on a random website and look like you're doing some research. Open some shit up, man. Bruh. Read a book. That was a good keep it funky. That was a good keep it funky, man. Because you making it hot for everybody else. You making it hot for me. They hot. might try to check up on what everybody else is doing around yeah, this motherfucker. Like, oh, she not doing work. Tyrell, uh, why is she not doing the work? So what are you doing? Just don't worry about what I'm doing. I'm working. Yeah, I got this and I got that. And it's you have to have your excuses already lined up about what you're doing when they try to they try to jump on you like, oh, so what were you doing during this time? Oh, oh. I was doing this. I was handling this. I was doing this. People not smart. People aren't smart workers. Dumbass workers. You gotta work efficiently. And Chris, Chris said work. it. You gotta work from your neck up. Yes. Pause. No, okay. no nasty. But um, you know what I'm saying, use your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep it funky. The workplace is an interesting. It's an ecosystem. You know how people interact with each other. Yep. Yep. It's just interesting. It's funny. That's why the office is such a great show. 
Because it's true to life. Yes, it's very true to life. It's so, like, <laughs> but so, I guess it's my turn. Mm-hmm. My Keep It Funky is about cell phones and the front-facing camera and just cameras in general. Everyone, since I'm sitting with a real photographer, everyone doesn't deserve a camera. Everyone doesn't need to have one. Everyone doesn't need to operate one. Some people capture things that don't need to be captured, share things that don't need to be shared. Mm, and, I like that. And also, I feel like the front face of camera is the devil. Mm. They putting the camera on the front of your phone for what? So I can look at myself? Mm-hmm. Narcissism is real. A, people have been into themselves. Being conceited is real. People are too into themselves. Why you put a camera on the front of the phone so motherfuckers won't look at themselves all day? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sitting with my brother, Dot, who really hates selfies. I hate this shit. And... His hate is warranted because sometimes, motherfucker, this shit is pointless. It's useless. It's not yeah. serving any purpose. But you're looking at yourself because you're narcissistic. We live in a narcissistic okay. world. Everybody got phone. It's trash. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking as a victim of the narcissism because, you know what I'm saying? I like myself. I love myself. I'm cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not, you're not narcissistic. But, no, yeah. But, but I know where the line is drawn. But the, the line... The thickness of this line is getting so fat because of these fucking phones. Everybody got a camera. Yeah. Everybody taking pictures. Everybody got a front face of camera. Yeah. That was the start of the downfall of the world. Yeah. When we go back and we in nuclear war, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because of the front face of camera. Remember the omen, Damien? Uh-huh. It was the front facing camera. Damien's not a little child. Mm-hmm. He's a camera on the front of your phone. You can't even do shit no more because people take pictures of it. People yeah. capturing it. And listen, like I said, I'm speaking from a place of me learning. I'm taking pictures of shit that don't need to be taking pictures of. I'm documenting my life when this don't need to be documented right here. Don't I mean nobody don't need to know this. So that's my keep it funny, man. Narcissism sucks. The front face camera is the devil, and not everybody needs a motherfucker. Interesting camera. because it desensitizes people. Yeah, man. We we so absorbed ourselves, we're not looking at the world, and the world's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You've people grown shot because shit. we've had to teach you. Like I said, I'm speaking, for, I'm, speaking from, I'm speaking from personal experience. We have to, we have to tell you, hey, yo, Terry, but, stop rolling over in the bed. I'm cute. I like me. I think I'm cute. You are on one today. I'm joking. I'm just being like, but like I'm saying, like everybody just selfies, and it ain't the it ain't the route. It ain't the route. Just just uh, use it with uh, caution. Whole lot you know of mean? caution. Um, just. Stop waking up every day taking selfies. People. Yeah, don't roll uh, roll out of bed, hit a selfie, and you still got uh, eye boogers in your... In your yeah. What if it was really called? What's the scientific term for eye boogers? I don't know. I don't know. Listeners, if all of you, please uh, hit us up. And if you, you know, <laughs> we're not going to put a number on But yeah, like, let us know. Like, What the fuck is the definition for eye, like the real medical term for eye boogers? If there yeah. is one. But that's my keep it funky, man. Mm-hmm. It went all over the place. Man. I like that. No, I like that one. Yeah, Particularly because of my hate of, of selfies, but bro, like I think sometimes when I before I post pictures, I think natural. about would Dot not like this picture? <laughs> would, yeah, I'd be like, damn, so. Dot gonna try, Dot gonna crit. He gonna be like, this yeah, nigga like, to yeah. himself. So like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Keep some good men around you, so you be like, damn, should I do this or should I not do this? Right, right. Let's let's hold Terry accountable, listeners. So if he's on it, if you are, if you follow him on Instagram, find me, and he flame me, <laughs> please flame him if he puts a, a boy up. Say boy. Oh, no, no, no. Put the corn emoji in ah! the No, don't do that because I'm going to cut back. <laughs> I'm yes. going to say something about yes. you. Yes. Just say, right, listeners, if you see Terry post a selfie, I'm in with the corn. 
And so I, so I can start putting corn under people's bitches too? Can I start doing no, that? No, for you. Because oh, you said... The rules ain't the, fair. <laughs> your life ain't fair, sir. Big facts, big facts. Terry said he's going to... I just want... I want the users, the listeners to engage with you. Yeah, please. Because, listen, I'll be trolling. Let's troll Terry. I'll be trolling. You can't troll me better than I troll you. We can gang up and troll you. But the Hobbit. I'm movie The Hobbit. Yeah. I wrote that shit. Troll. We can gang Shut up and <laughs> I'm C. S. Lewis, bitch. <laughs> Read a book. Well uh, Transition? Yeah. Let you let us uh, let us know what you think of our funkiness, how funky we are, and put corns and Terry's comments. Please transition this out. At me, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel 100% better, bro. You, you no got to get, get that shit up out your system. I ain't no bitch, but I needed to get that out my system. It ain't no bitch thing throwing up, man. I'm a habitual Earl caller. During... I call Earl regularly when I drink <laughs> when I drink too much. And, like, I even I learned a little technique. Like, when sometimes you're too fucked up in the middle of, like, a turn-up session or, like, a function or something. <laughs> get it out. Go make yourself throw up and come back hey. and you can rock for a couple more hours. <laughs> like, this is some kung fu that I learned. It's real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, when you in the party and it's actually good vibes, but damn, he's like, damn, I drank too much. That last shot put me over the edge. Man, I'm going to fucking be asleep somewhere real soon <laughs> if I don't sit my go to the bathroom, throw up, and you come back like a new person. My man, Brish, just called Earl. Yeah. yeah. What'd he say? He said, you know what, brother? <laughs> my you need brother. to get that he negativity said, no, out your no, body. No, you know what, brother? It's going to make you feel better. And golly. You I feel, feel better. Now you hydrate better. now. You drink your juice. You drink your and, fluids. And, drink and you get beer. some rest. Oh, you going to drink some more beer? Yeah. Ooh, he I'm, said he was. I'm back. Shout out to the life, man. I just had to get that out of me because I was just down. I was Bro, like, I, I remember I, I was a freshman. I was a freshman at VCU. Started hanging out with this older motherfucker. He was a transfer student from some other school, but he was older than me. And we went out drinking one night. Got back to the dorm. And I seen his ass motherfucking... I seen his ass fucking throw up. Like, he put, start put, putting his finger down his throat and making himself throw up. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing? I was looking at him crazy. And he was like, man, just got to get this shit out of my system. I can't remember what he said. But he was like, then get this shit out the way. Let me throw up. So I'll be good. And yeah. I was like, damn, that might, be in, that might be the most genius shit I've ever seen in my life. You know what I'm saying? The liquor just sitting in your stomach. Yeah, that's what it was. Get it up out. Throw up. So I've been doing it ever since, what was that year, 2010? 2010, man. As I've gotten older, I've learned that you can't have that fester. I ain't ashamed to throw up. I would throw up, baby. I stick my finger down my throat and Earl. 
real quick. <laughs> but don't do that for other reasons. Oh, yeah, I'm not bulimic enough. Yeah, like yeah. But if you need to get that negativity out, you can get that out. Get it up out of you. Bro, I've thrown up in the craziest places. <laughs> I, 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 that's I threw up. I threw up in Betty, Chris old car out yeah. the window. I done thrown up in somebody's sink one time and called this shit. It was mad at me for a long time. Mm-hmm. But now I take pride in throwing up in the right places. Throw up in the grass. Throw up in the toilet. Throw up out the window. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not on anything. Yeah. yeah. This is when you become a really good student. I'm actually, I, um, that story you're talking about, like you can throw up in the middle of the function and keep going. I've done that multiple times. It's beautiful. I've done it at Doss House. I, uh, I walked outside. Threw up. Came back. Came back. Make sure you got some gum or something. Rinse your mouth out real good. Don't talk to nobody no more. You hit the silent joint. one of my birthdays. I did too. Beautiful. I was like, oh, no. That's not good. No, it was actually Garrett. Shout out to Garrett. Garrett came over there and like. What's up, G? Hand me some type of drink. And he's like, chug this shit. And it's my birthday. So everybody wants you to drink belligerently. Mm -hmm. So I drank it. And I said, "Uh oh. Uh-uh. <laughs> what did you say? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-oh. Nah, this ain't rocking. Walked outside, threw up out over the balcony. Felt good. It felt good. And felt I can't tell you they can drink it. My two-step could still proceed. Yeah, and I drank some more that night. Yeah, beautiful. Just slower. I didn't end my night. <laughs> yeah. Brush so, my kept going. Shout out to throwing up. Man. All right, so uh, there's something new we're doing. Uh, I heard this segment kind of a thing from the read. Uh, it's also like, big on Tumblr. Yeah, people ask some questions. They do like a twenty questions type of thing. So I came up with some questions. They start off pretty easy, and then they get a little bit more harder when we uh, go <laughs> when we go further down the line. So uh, we're gonna just get right into it. So first one: um, drums or flats? Flats. 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 I don't. I don't like drums. I don't really care, but I like drums. Yeah, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna say that, but I thought we had to pick. For me, I don't uh, really care. I like wings. It's drums or flats. What do you say? Yeah, I mean, I'm not really choosy about my wings, but I do like. I think wings are just a lot answer of work. the fucking question. So I go drums, dickhead. Wings are a lot of work. Flats. Work. I like the flats though. Flats. Something right. about the meat is a little juicier or something. I, don't, I, don't I like know. flats. Yeah, it's a lot of work. Uh, ranch or blue cheese? Ranch. I'm on a blue cheese wave right now. You are fucking. Whoa. You, put, you on a you wave? Put, yeah, I'm on a blue cheese wave. That, that. I'm on a blue cheese wave. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nasty wave. Yeah, no, no, but can I be honest though? I used to fuck with blue cheese, but then I got to ranch. Now I'm addicted to ranch. So. Blue, cheese, to ranch blue cheese is fire. Shout out to three months. Shout out to. Um, wait, 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 wait. Wait. But I will say. Shout out to. Uh, what's it called? But I will say, if you have an if you're a wing establishment and you have Runny Ranch. You're Trash. Shout out to Hidden Valley. Your ranch has to be thick, Paul. I judge you by your ranch. Yeah. I judge if you by you your ranch. runny ranch, ugh, you put the thing in and it just drips and off. And it's saucy. I like a yeah. thick ranch. Yeah, sir. Nice consistency. I might have a, yeah, a good consistency. You know, nothing too chunky or nothing. You know what I'm saying? No, but I like to be viscous. Bowl. Yes, I like that. And the it's, flavor. The flavor got to be on. Yes, man. These people doing weird shit. I don't know what they be doing with their ranch, but they're doing the wrong thing sometimes. I am a wing connoisseur. You are? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I eat wings everywhere. Yeah. That's all he, he yeah. fucking eat. Every That's time I go out to eat with Dot, he gets the same shit. I got to see what their wings hit for. He's getting wings. Your wings are fire. I know the rest of your food is fire. Okay. He's getting wings every I'm time. Wings. Nigga don't eat cheese. He's getting wings. I didn't even know this was a question. We were just talking, and I said I wanted some damn wings. We going to get yeah. some wings, though. We, we getting some wings today. Wings. Sunday my cheat day. Yeah. We get some wings. <laughs> Okay, next question. Biggie or Tupac? Tupac. 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 T
Biggie. I'm a Pac. I'm a Biggie yeah. man. Biggie. We've had a discussion. I, gonna, lyrically, just just straight on lyrics. We're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go Just straight on lyrics. <laughs> I need Easy I need them stories. That. I need them wordplay. All right. Favorite season. Uh, favorite what? Season. I am a spring man. <laughs> what are you, Doc? It's tricky. I'm a summer guy. I like it when it's nice. I do and like hot. summer too. I can ride my windows down. No shirt. I'm oh, totally you know different. What I'm saying? My AC don't work. I'm a fall yeah, guy, man. Oh, but autumn. fall is my second favorite because I love the change in the colors. I don't know. It's like hoodie. it's like the sex in the air. I don't I smell fuck it. Fuck with the fall or the winter time. I like it's fall. the fall. Like it I get the, cold. I can't say that on the mic. It's it gets cold. The you wake up. There's no sun. What you season sleep, are you talking about? No sun. Winter. Winter and fall. No, see, I'm gonna tell you, listen, fall, fall, fall right sweater season, hoodie season, huh? it's not cold. fashion season. It's you can cold. get the most fits you off. You can layer up. I like layers. You can nah, layer nah, up in the fall. Nah, I need, nah. Nah, I need. Winter is too far. I like the layers. Fall, I could do. You could do the layers. You put the hoodie with the jeans. Oh, you be dressing, dressing? I don't be dressing, but my taste is immaculate. Y'all, boy, y'all, y'all be boys dressing. better be dressing, huh? Be dressing, huh? Like ranch, I be dressing. And uh, I'm a spring man. It's nice. The weather's starting to turn. You know, you can drive down. Like Dot said, I'm a country boy, so I yeah, drive down right. with the windows down. It's not too hot, but it's right in that good area. Whatever. I had allergies, so I don't like purple. Oh, you're weird. For me, like summer just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Summer brings in memories. Like school used to end. Yeah. You know that you about to be out. You about to be outside hooping, doing whatever, picking tobacco. There's movie. like wow. Uh, there. Wow. Go back to episode <laughs> thirteen. <laughs> Picking tobacco. Tobacco (laughs) picking ass. You know, just being outside. There is something about spring and summer where it's just like there's more to life. Whatever. You go to work, you know there's something going to be popping after work. You have to go to school. I like like to be inside doing my thiz night in the fall. And I like to pop out and layer it up. With the different sweaters and hoodies. Do you be dressed? Scarfs. Do you you don't know nothing about scarfs. I do not wear scarfs. I don't wear scarfs. I was a scarf man in my day. I'm not a scarf guy. You you, you are very Continue. good with your fit. What's fashion? the next question? My taste is good. All right, so I'm spring. He's summer. You're fall. Uh, <laughs> what cities do Dotties visit the most? Atlanta. L.A. L.A. I say L.A. Miami. LA and Dubai. <laughs> I can't say Dubai. Shit. <laughs> LA. The hell going to shit. Shorty, shit. getting contracts to get shit in on, like, real life. It's real yeah. people get shit on in Dubai. So, I would say LA. See, people, like, regular thotties go to Atlanta now. That's where they start a whole new life. Mm-hmm. So down Because it's cheap. It's cheap. If you, if you cheap, not regular, you Cheap rebrand right there. Atlanta. Go to Atlanta. For the low, you can get a new life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. LA, more expensive new life. It's more expensive. I'm going to Miami. That's an expensive new life. It's expensive. But listen, all the ballers are there. You write you might catch one though, but if you're a regular jump, like you're not gonna catch a baller. Yeah, yeah. You ain't gonna write. You regularly go to Atlanta. You regular regular (laughs) regular thighs go to Atlanta. You beyond I still say LA because if you're talented, like you really believe in your talent, LA. LA is the thotty city. All right. I was about to get a little 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 deeper. How okay, okay. What's black people's issue with time? What's black people's issue with time? Why can't we never be on time? We've stolen time was stolen from us. They stole us. So we are still back. Still in every second. (laughs) That was clever. Hey, that was a real Hotep answer. I don't know what does Hotep mean. Hotep is like, yeah, my brother. The white man stole time from us. (laughs) And we stole the time back. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm late everywhere I go. My boss know I ain't gonna be on time. I'm 15 minutes late, and you gonna look at me in the eyes and not say shit to me. Yeah, real shit though. 
That's why black people. What, what you think? I'm gonna bro? go with Terry's. That was a real good answer. I, I can't deny that. Why black people? Yeah. Say, but Africans are working time, and you ain't get stolen. What y'all doing? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> fucking the Zunta, the Zuma. What's the name of the dance? <laughs> the motherfucking dance they be hitting, bro. Yeah, somewhere dancing. <laughs> need to be somewhere. Yo, so. Need to be somewhere. We supposed to be somewhere. You <laughs> fucking dancing in the mirror or some shit. shit. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with that one. Good job, Terry. That was a good answer. Why do we always look for a discount? Because it's owed to us. Because I like money. Because you like money. No, and but I'm learning to look for a discount. I'm learning. It's so beautiful. It's a thrill. It's a little thrill in it. It's a little thrill. Who doesn't want a good discount, man? Come it's on, a little man. thrill. My answer is because it's a little thrill. My answer is because it's financially. Intelligent to ask for a discount. I'm just saying because I'm cheap. Because <laughs> I'm cheap. <laughs> Easy. So my answer is because it's a thrill. What's your answer? Because I'm cheap. And what'd you say? Financial literacy. Okay. I'm cheap. Uh, w- w- let's let's not do black people first ones, but let's say what is the why is there a uh, especially with young people why is there a bias towards the corporate nine to five grind? Why is there a bias? Yeah. Like me and Briss talked about this a little. A online. negative bias, like yeah, they don't like negative. it. I didn't know that there was a bias. Like people are like, oh, working for the man, I can't do that. Uh, give him nine to five. I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, I get, I make my own money. I'm my own boss. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Why is there a bias? I feel like the bias is probably there because you really do answer to somebody, and some people like really just reject all that shit. Like really being beholden to someone. Like, but at the end of the day, most people are not bosses. Most people are workers. Everybody can't be a but boss. But like some people are not. Thing. Everybody cannot be a boss. So I guess it's because some people just don't want to answer to nobody. Hmm. And it's, it's no, but guess what? But them nine to fives feed people. Yeah. Feed more people than yeah. whatever the other shit, bro. Uh, that's a I, good question. God damn. I don't know. You see it. You see people like go yeah, against bro. like, oh, I can't work no five, nine to five. Because uh, it's the dream not to. I mean, it's the dream to be financially stable where you don't have to answer anybody. That's the dream. Mm-hmm. Where they tell you, it's like, oh, financial, <laughs> financial freedom. So, hey, do you have, what, do you want to, uh, financial too? freedom? My answer, why? I think the, well, you know, back in the day, the old heads used to get a job working in a factory and work there for fucking 50 years. Yeah. And so, like, it's all about, for them, stability. Oh, you got a good job? Stay there, man. Just keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, us, we more so think outside of the box, like, fuck this job. Good I can fact. go do whatever I want to do. And they were thinking, like, no, nah, I'm going to do this because this is about all I can do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think the thoughts that's have changed point. over the years. Uh, yeah, that's a great, really good point. I think, especially for people our age, we're starting to realize, um, fuck these corporations, man. Fuck them, yeah. but we I go, we go, we You're going to finesse us, we're going to finesse you, too. Yeah. I'm going to get this experience. It's two, three years, and I'm going to be out and get some more money somewhere else. Mm -hmm. I don't need to give all my time 20 years to a company Mm -mm. that can easily lay me off or, you know, delete my position the next day. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the one thing I think um, people are already starting to realize. Because we see our parents, our parents working 20 years for for a company, and then one day it's over. Like yeah, we're letting. Well, they say it says you can pass. You can't pass down a job, but you can pass down a business. You can pass down debt. <laughs> That's big facts. They gonna somebody gotta pay that money. Somebody gotta pay that money. If you don't got no job because your job, you, you owe money job. on this house. You owe money on that car. You owe money. You owe money. You owe money on them credit cards. Like yeah, you can pass. You know what I'm saying. 
So, dealing with the this political climate and whatnot, man, is a is it wrong for a black person to be a Republican? Because you know, we see Kanye, we see other people, we see black Republicans in the, the office, and he's like, oh, oh the. They're Republican. They're Short black. Answer. How can they be that? Short answer? No, it's not wrong. There's nothing. I don't think totally. Though. Nah, I don't think it's anything wrong. Now, I, in the traditional sense of Republican, pre-Trump, I think it's okay. Now, if I know you're Republican, and you're uh, a Trump supporter, you could be a Republican and not re- support yeah, Trump. Yeah, You could be a Republican and not support a Republican. Like that's the point. Like just because you identify as a certain party or you lean that way, that doesn't mean you support everything anyone does. So that's why I, I don't know. I just think that the people need to have education on what um, the party's stance is on policies and issues. Yeah, and understanding issues. what is going on politically, rather than saying I'm a Republican because my daddy's a Republican or grandma. Or Same way with Democrats. Same way just, with Democrats. I'm a Democrat because these people yeah. are Democrat. If you're talking about an issue that I care about and you have a stance on it and you can affect the change on it, and I agree with you, I will fucking cast a vote for you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a Republican and you do not denounce um, Donald Trump, you're a racist. You're weird. You're weird. Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> sit there and say that you, uh, this is the thing. They be Republicans, but they don't say that Trump's not wrong, but they don't say that he's right. You need to say something. Pick a side. Pick a side. Easy. So the short answer is no. No. Mm-hmm. The long answer is no, but... Know your we shit. know your side and denounce that man. Pretty much. That's right. Uh, next question. Uh, why do we get mad when specifically a white person uses the N word? Mm-hmm. Especially, let's, no. say, let's say, like, not say like racist, racist way, but like, um, the, they, they like rap mm-hmm. and rap and, and R&B, you know, we use nigga. Mm-hmm. And we make catchy music. Mm-hmm. That's our problem. Mm-hmm. We make good music, and they want to sing along to our music, but there's nigga. I got. Go ahead, Doc. Some things they cannot have possession of, and that is one. Mm-hmm. The white man has possession of everything in America. That is the one thing where it's like you don't own, you don't get to control, you have no power here. Don't you mm, said the key word mm. for me already. It's okay. the power. You don't have any power. And so the problem is, well, you're using it. Why can't I? Because you, you can't. You don't have that power. You don't have the power. Your and we will not give that up. No. That's the only thing we have where it's where, yo, you have no power here. You can't say that. Because I physically will do something to you and I will flee. And they don't like that. They want and to be he said included. It. It's the power thing. It's like we were owned in this country and that history is there and we know it. So we took ownership of that word, and it's ours. Yes, and that's our power. That's why we have. That's why I have a problem when white people specifically say the N word is because you're not having power over that word around me. Mm-mm. That is one way that I will govern you when you're in my presence mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. Like we call each other king. It's not. A, it's not injustice. Not just a nickname. Mm-hmm. I call you my brother. It's not just injustice. Not just a nickname. That is one way. That we have got our power. I'm taking my power back. Mm. You ain't gonna say that word around me. Mm. You say it around me, you're gonna get pressed. Mm. Whatever. Whatever. At a um, say a festival. Mm-hmm. You know, 
See now, if the odds ain't in my favor, if the odds ain't in my favor, I ain't gonna fight the battle. Like I'm picking my battles. The odds, like if I'm in a festival and you're bopping and you're with your girl on your shoulders, you say the n word. I'm not gonna press you in that. I will remove myself. I'm good. There you go. You're gonna noticeably know that I didn't like what happened, and I'm gonna remove myself. So it's like I'm I'm gonna gauge the situation. Odds, you know what I'm saying? That's that's how I feel about it. All right. And I and I will say this. I I do think that we could use less of the word ourselves as a black community. Yeah. but, yeah, you just can't say it, white people. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Short short answer? No. You can't mm, use it. You can't use it. <laughs> sorry, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, don't do it. Mm-mm. Lydia. Just because Jerome is your friend. Jerome. Yeah. <laughs> don't think you can say he's your um, nigga. Well, Jerome said it's okay. No, I Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan. No. No. <laughs> Mark, I don't give a fuck how good the song is. Um, you better skip to stop saying it. Steven, no, Steven. It's my hitter to you. My Helen, hitter, Helen, my hitter. Helen, Helen, no. <laughs> Helen really uses it. Helen, no. Helen sounds like a name of a white um, person. Margaret, Margaret. What I do wonder Sorry, is Margaret. how often they may use the word. I let it fly if I was a white person <laughs> by myself. <laughs> Shit, I'm going to get this out some type of way. <laughs> Nigga, 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 that was a good question. I like that one. All right, next question is: uh, Is education truly the way out? So, so as long as we know, they've been preaching. You need to go to school. You need to do this. You need to go to college. You need to get degrees. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. That's how you're gonna get out the hood. That's how you're gonna make it in this world. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But now we were ball educated men. We all educated in other things besides school. Mm-hmm. And we all have lived this life okay for 20, 20 some I'm years. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Now, in your opinion, is education truly the way out to make to a better life? Well, I, don't, I say no. I say in 2018, you can get all that education from this device, mm. from your phone or your computer. All of it? All of it. You can teach yourself. Google is your friend. I learned how to teach myself SEO and SEM stuff from Google. I don't know if you can be a physician from Google. Yeah, you can't operate on nobody. I don't know if you can you be a clinical you, can, you probably can do. You can probably do education. You can, pro- you learn, can't all, you learn it online. You can take you can all classes online. All, I think you can. But do you need all the hands on experience? It's still education. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't suggest you go out and and test, you know, what you learn on he your. He went cousin. extreme with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying. Money, in my opinion, is truly the way out because with money you can support yourself and allow you to get but all. How you getting the, the money without knowing stuff? Without knowing. My, my point was going to be, education does play a role in understanding how to even get the money. And education, not in the sense of going to VCU, mm-hmm. in the sense of going, learning, reading books, googling, whatever, talking to people talking who have knowledge. People. You're gaining knowledge outside of a university standpoint, so mm-hmm. you do need. You can't. 
you can be a dumbass and be talented, but a dumbass and talent is not the general population. And yes. since we're talking about coming out of the hood, unfortunately, many, many, many black brothers out there in the hood are not talented. Yeah. So from a general standpoint, you need to have some knowledge on some way of how to get money. And basic knowledge is given through education. And especially the institutions that have been set up in America, like college and high school. And and I feel like, answer the, ask the question again. What's the question? So, well, let me rephrase it. I guess, is traditional education the way out? Like going it to is, school? It is a path. It's a path. But like, like Doc said, there are other ways to get education. Education, like you said, the internet is other ways to get education. You can get education from like your mans. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like street education. You know the right school. person? Yeah. Like, like. Think about the people who actually innovated things and made things happen. They're not college educated. They're not. They're not people that, that sat down at a university and studied and listened to other people tell them how to do things and did it. That just connected to the question you asked earlier about why do we feel if young people think that the nine to five is, is whack? It's like this. This correlates with that because you're thinking, go get a nine to five. That's my way out. You're thinking, go get a traditional education. That's my way out. Is it? No, not all the time. No. I think, I think, yeah, I think as um, people our age, we're starting to learn there's other ways yeah. to get to the chicken, get to that scrolla. But the problem is that the general, the general, population, general population, general, exactly, go through all, the system, yeah. learn it, get the education. Listen, I, uh, I'm so happy I went to college. I'm so happy I finished high school. I'm so happy that I took classes. Every class that I took, I actually learned. What I wanted, so it's value in all of it, but is it the only way? No. No. It's value. And statistically speaking, people go to college, uh, they do have a better career, they're able to get jobs. Yeah, because it's already laid out for you. A path that's already laid out is easy to follow, but a path that's not laid out is going to be harder. Exactly. That's what it is. Like, if you see, all right, damn, they did that, they did that, they did that, they did that, they're there. It's easy to follow that path, but if there's a path that ain't nobody been down, you're like, shit, I gotta go over here through the fucking, ain't no path down there, I gotta fucking get a machete and chop down these trees and walk this way to get up. That's difficult, it's more difficult. That's Mm non-traditional. Not everybody taking a machete and chopping their own path. Some people like, damn, so I wanna be a surgeon, bam, I'm eight years of this, four years of that, this two years of that. Bam, I'm a surgeon. I think it kind of boils down to, too, just like knowing yourself and knowing what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, not setting limitations on yourself, but knowing and gauging the success rate of, of actually accomplishing whatever it is you're setting out to accomplish. Because uh, you could sit around for years trying to be an entrepreneur and that would be <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. When you're black hair brain, hair, hair brain ideas. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I got a dog shampoo. You know. And this shit. You probably should have went to got your business management degree and work in business somewhere and have Dog a much shampoo. better life. You know what I'm saying? I'm making I'm making baby toys yeah. out of out of <laughs> I'm making baby toys out of used couch cushions. Know yourself. <laughs> Try to make a That was a good question. Yeah. Alright, next question. Um kinda what we were talking about earlier with this corporate nine to five guess uh grind. Uh, why are we so why are black people so critical towards black businesses versus non-black businesses you're taking it there you just say these questions are getting, gonna get harder mm-hmm. it's getting hotter in this bitch is that just me <laughs> you want me to cut the air on why are we more critical towards black businesses I would say because 
we hold each other to a standard sometimes that I we don't hold it. other people to. Mm-hmm. If I'm black, I do expect certain things. But everybody knows a great black business is going to do well because it's going to do well. But sometimes black people, they don't do things right. And they expect things that you can't expect from a business or anything. Like, you're expecting things from me because I'm black that you wouldn't expect from a white business because, you know what I'm saying, because they're white. Like, you, this is a business, number one. Yeah. First and foremost, I'm here to make money. I'm providing a service that you're going to pay for. Now, if the service isn't up to a standard that the the, the baseline standard of whatever you in, nigga, you're, you're a trash black business. You're a trash business, period. Black, white, whatever. People talking about they don't see color. I'm going to a business. I'm not going to a black business. I'm going, and if you just so happen to be black, I'm more likely to support you because I support my, my, my people. Sure. So we're harder on our black business because we know each other better. We know. Mm-hmm. I know. I just expect better, man. Yeah, bro. You know? You're supposed to be catering to me, and you're not catering to me how you're supposed to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's hard enough being a black business owner. You know, you really should set that bar higher than your colleagues and do your thing. So, sorry. Sorry, it's not right. You shouldn't have to set the bar higher. But, hey, it's limited opportunities for black ownership and businesses. So, mm-hmm. and you, you get a shot. If you get, the, you get the shot, you need to do it right, my brother and sister. Because there's trash white business, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're just not talking about it because white people are, they're more I mean, of them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you guys kind of summed it up. We hold each other accountable. Especially, you know what's, we take a lot of shit from, like, Asian businesses. I don't take shit from them. Like, they, like, they're short on the phone. Like, when you try to order Chinese, they're short on the phone. They, they play that language card, though. Sure. They play the yeah, language card. they they like, okay, get that, like, bad customer service. they play the language card. But... It's a good card to play. Yeah, I didn't understand. Uh-huh. What are you talking you about? You go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Now, oh, you know what the fuck I was talking about? You not slow. Like I said, you gotta be smart to play dumb. Yeah, you gotta be smart to play dumb. And they be in the hood. The Listen, hood, hood. They finessing. There's always a Chinese spot. There's they always finessing. a nail shop. They're finessing. I can't knock the hustle. <laughs> But I love black businesses, and I do support them whenever I get a chance. When I find a good black business, I'm going back and back and back. I would rather, or even minority-owned business, I'm going back to them. Like the Goshen Market. Yeah. Like I would walk to Rest Goshen Market. Shout out to VCU. I would walk to Goshen Market over going to 7-Eleven for certain things because I was like, they're good people and they're minorities. I'm going to fuck with them. Yeah. Instead of going to 7-Eleven when like, I don't know who the fuck the owner is, you know? Mm-hmm. So if I know the owner, it's a black business, I'm going to, you know? So we yeah. keep it to a higher standard because we know each other. That's it. All right, next question. Uh, why do we play certain characteristics of being black? Why do we play place certain characteristics? Why? So like, so like we saw a black guy larping in Mario Park. What the fuck is larping? Live On action, rope? live action role playing. You know, people with the swords. Okay, I know and, what it is. And they're like, but I didn't know the acronym. You know, roll, you know, yeah, roll, I know what it roll, is. Roll. Like okay. fucking Romo, yeah. Yeah, and, and you're like, oh, man, that nigga ain't black. Or like, he gotta, he don't take care of himself. He wear lame clothes. Mm-hmm. He fucking, he stereotypes. Stereotypes. Why do we play stereotypes, stereotypes, stereotypes of being black on black people? We play stereotypes on all races. Yeah, Everybody plays stereotypes. But I'm talking about black people specifically. On Why all the black people. Because, because we, we have we, things in common and most black people do do certain things. And it, it is something that, like, I know, Chris, we drink Hennessy. We're bonding over that. That's a bonding thing. So, like, you black, I'm black. Chances are you might like Hennessy. 
it's it's something off Bucks that you know what I'm saying. It is a stereotype, but it's something off Bucks that I know we might relate on. So we we come at niggas that we come at sorry niggas come at black people that do things that are not stereotypically black. We come at them differently because it's like it's not the norm, but fuck the norm. It's not the norm. You know what I'm saying? And we stereotype, did, yeah. I actually read something one time. I think stereotypes is a, a schema in our mind that helps us place uh, understand or like pretty much reading a book by its cover faster. Mm-hmm. So we all have stereotypes of everybody because it's just a quick way of our mind thinking and understanding what yeah. that person represents. It's just how, yeah, it's just what it is. All you learn. But like, there's a lot of, like breaking stereotypes is dope. Like I love to see things that fuck up my head up a yeah. little bit. Like, where I'm not, where I'm reading, where I see yeah, something really. and, it, and it, it's like, damn, that's not normal. But it's not wrong. Like, nigga, you want to LARP? <laughs> Go LARP. <laughs> And don't give a fuck. I like the don't give a fuck attitude. Like, I'm LARPing because I like this shit. We place a couple of different stereotypes we didn't cover on each other. Like, um, well, back in the day, this is probably a different uncovering stereotype now. But, like, seeking mental health services was mm-hmm. probably that about Or even healthcare in general, go and get checked up yeah. and shit. That was a stereotype about people Ooh, not taking care of themselves. So. Well, shit. While we brought it up, let's get right into that question, man. Why are black people so hesitant to discuss mental health? In health in general, because we're fucking crazy and we're fucked up. We're we're really fucked up. Like as a people, we know how fucked up we are, and we're trying to not act like we notice it, and act like it's normal when it's not normal. Yeah. I don't I don't know how I don't know if I put that in good words, but it's like we know there's trauma, we know there's fucked up shit that's going on with all of us, but we try to cover it up so much, and we're we have to be strong, so we're trying to hide our weaknesses, but. That's what it is. We're trying to hide our weaknesses. It's a stigma within the black community to 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 touch, so, sort of seek mental health services. You're looked at as being weak. Now, this is a maladaptive behavior Ooh. that's been passed mm. down Word of the day. from generation to generation. You know, back in the day, well, first of all, people have to recognize, one, what is uh, mental health? What does it look like? What does anxiety and that sort of thing look like, you know? And once you understand that, and you're able to break the mold and become comfortable with yourself to go out and seek treatment. But again, in our community, like Terry said, over the years, it's just kind of, you, you just deal with it and you don't talk to people about it. You don't seek treatment about it, which has been a behavior that's been passed down since slavery. That's where I was, I was being, yeah, I was going to say that's the behavior passed down from like our older generation. Mm-hmm. Like our mothers and fathers didn't talk about mental health. And like if somebody said, you know, I'm having crazy thoughts or I see things. They're like, boy, what's wrong with you, boy? You better just go drink some ginger ale. Pray for him. Pray for him. You better go drink some ginger ale. Pray for you. Go go take a nap. No, man, you You need to, like, have therapy. Because that's been happening since slavery, too, man. Our ancestors leaned on the Bible and religion so heavily to where it was like a fix-all, and that continues to be passed down. I believe in God. Um... Religion is not the fix-all. It's not. You need to go seek some treatment. Therapy. Okay. Like, training you. Like, that's all therapy is, is training yourself to think the right way. Like, to healthily think about things and handle issues. I mean, I think. I think that sounds dope, right? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, therapy. Like, you, you do it consistently, and you're, you're training your mind to, to, to work the way you want it to work. Also. So, so you can be happy. Seeking mental health services is not as easy. There's a lack of accessibility to seek treatment. Treatment is not cheap. It mm-hmm. costs money. Mm-hmm. It costs time. Mm-hmm. Time. You may not have those. Time or money. Time or money. So you may not be able to go seek treatment depending on where you are, what's going on 
in, in your life. So that's what that's it right there. I think you hit it right there because white people in this country have more money and they have more free time. They have more money and time. You 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 control more most of the wealth. You have time to tackle the issues of your brain. We more more black people don't have the money and the time. They don't got time to tackle them issues. I gotta gotta feed these kids. I gotta I gotta pick up somebody. I gotta Stop pick up from work, work and take them to work, and then I gotta get to work. Then yeah. I gotta come back home and do it all over again. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Wrapped you up in a bow. <laughs> time and money. Time and time access and stigma. Time and stigma. Good. Right. These joints is getting harder though. Yeah, bro. I, I, I put some time in these joints. Um, I thought you just pulled these joints off a list. You nah, thought of these joints? Yes, most of them. I oh, thought wow. of. Look at him. All right, where we at now? Uh, next one is um. Let's go. Uh, what do white people need to do to show that they are with us? You want to go first, Terry? Um, with us, um, do the right thing. Just do the right thing. Young Spike. That's it. That's I it. I mean, that's I f- that's easy. I feel like um, just speaking out against injustice when you see it. It's not enough for you to be quiet. You notice things, and I'm talking about when you know your goddamn mama voted for Trump or something like that. Hey, ma, that was fucked up. <laughs> Why'd you do that? And be, so being vocal, you know, you need to be more vocal. I understand it's it's uncomfortable to talk to people that you've known very well and their family. You love friends, but if they do some fucked up shit, you need to let them know. You know, so you can't run around here talking about advocacy when you ain't checking people that's close to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think for me, it's kind of what I was saying, but just show empathy, like. Get out of your head and out of your surroundings. Understand that people are going through real shit, and just because it's not affecting you personally, don't mean it's not. Happening. Don't mean it's not happening. When people are like, "Oh, these athletes are kneeling, they're disrespecting the flag," we're telling you every day why we're doing this, and you're not understanding. How hard is it for you to understand certain things? Like in our music and our television show, for years we have been telling people. These things are happening in our community, mm-hmm. and we're not lying. And we're not lying. Like for Just years, we're like, why would we lie for years? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just show, understand, and show empathy. Like this shit, I love is going on. I love. Empathy. I understand that you guys are going through these things. I'm, and I'm gonna figure out what I can do. I'm not a help. woman, but I care about rape. No one will ever rape me, yeah. ever. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, and, and, no, I'm just. I was just being funny. That was the joke. That was the joke. But I care about rape victims. I care about people yes. that are raped. Yes, I have empathy. Yes. Yeah, I'm not getting shot by the police. I'm no. a white man now. No, but I care about people getting <laughs> shot by the police. Yeah. Yes. I I don't need you to be walking out in the street and and protesting. You don't need to do that you if you don't to want do to. Just you say you understand. You have to do that. Like be vocal. Be vocal be about vocal. it. Just be like vocal. I see you, I understand that. I view you. I know I I don't know how to say or what I need to do to I show that the, I'm I think that's you, the problem. But I understand. I think more people just want to know how can they do it. Like people Yo, probably feel type of way, but they want to know just understand. Check people. Stop calling the police on us. Stop doing that. Number one, stop calling the police on us. And, and then you, you see, see her it, call the yeah, police. there you go. Hey, 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 when look. You see it, that's when and you jump whole, And another thing, hold other people accountable. Like if you I see another white person calling the police on a little girl for selling candy, 
to like, yo, what are you doing, Becky? Or if you Stop see that. Or if you see the You're police messing out. with somebody, you just go over there and just watch it. Just make sure. Because the police not going to do right it right in front of you. Exactly. Yeah, you stand there and be like, let me, it. no, he was chilling. I saw him. I saw him earlier. He was fine. So Stop I'm just going to stay here until he, you take him away or you resolve the issue. I'm just going to stay here. I'm just going to hang out. I don't got nothing to do right now. That's not yeah. enough. They need to speak out. You need to check people. Yo, we break it. We, listen. I can't even get out. Listen to us. Saying. We got the, we have the answers. Not all the answers, but we have like good, good answers. These are good answers. These are good answers. Stop These are great questions too. Veteran card. They love to talk about the goddamn veteran. And none of your family is, none of your family is in man service. You don't pay your taxes. Shut up. Man service. Fuck. Oh my god, people oh my are so god. hypocritical, yeah. bro. You're your making me mad, son. Why are you even getting to me emotionally right now? Because I'm trying to get that emotion from you. That is a veteran. My father is a veteran. That's right. My Fuck father doesn't care. He understands. bird colonel. That fights for our country. Motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Shut like, up. Stop, stop doing that. You don't understand. Just say it. I'm mad that I actually am feeling things. Just tell me you don't understand. And, and let me tell you. Yeah. What's going on? So you can understand. And if anything, you still don't believe, you still don't agree with it. Fine, but now that you know, mm-hmm. you now you ha- you see you're just chosen to be trash. <laughs> yeah, that you might be chosen to be trash. Title. You made chosen to be trash. And to wrap it up, thank you for the white people out there that do do the right. Y'all are great. Yes, and beautiful. Great people. Ooh, that was tough. Uh, Some next of these one. Get progressively harder. Yeah. Fucking tackling real ass issues. <laughs> All right, let's uh. Let's do this one. Uh, why do we glorify the drug dealer but shame the drug user? Because money and women is, is is good to look at. It's aesthetically pleasing. But you still can... Look at, being on drugs is not aesthetically pleasing. But you selling drugs wild. is better? You look cool when you are selling drugs. You look lame when you're not. When you're using drugs, you look crazy. You look wild. When you're, when you're selling drugs, you know what you look like? You look like you're doing well. You look happy. You're smiling. When you're on drugs, you look crazy. That's a sad question. He's trying to fucking. Why are you trying to invoke emotion? We glorify the drug dealer, and it's fucked up because they be out here selling that work to people that they know, to people's aunts and uncles and shit, and they are the reason that the drug is being dispersed. Yeah, we 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 glorify El Chapo and Pablo Escobar, but they're really but they're horrible. They're killing people. They're selling drugs to the community. You know. Our rap music, our biggest rappers, Jay-Z was a drug dealer. He talked about his drug shit. And granted, he's changed as a person. And he's helped to do a lot of things. But, like, drug talk. And then now, and our niggas is mad at uh, little kids, little rappers now, because they're talking about them doing drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But no one said anything about, you know, Junior over here pumping the block full of crap. But you know what? I feel like people are starting pumping to. The block. I feel like people are <laughs> pumping the block. People, I feel like people are starting to, though. People are starting to look at the dealers and, and be like, well, you're putting this right here. You're the one supplying it. Like, if you don't supply it, then maybe the issue won't be so bad. But um, I think it's just the lifestyle, man. It's all mm. about the lifestyle. The lifestyle of a drug addict is not cool. The lifestyle of a drug dealer is better. The so worst part of it all is that there's going to always be somebody selling drugs. I mean, that's the business. Because that's exactly what I thought. I was like, they're going to get it some way. They're going to get If they don't get it from me, they're going to get it from somebody else. So they might as well get it from me. Yeah. I might as well help myself and give them what they want. They want it. I'm not I'm not going up to people and tying them up and fucking shooting the shit in their veins for them. Stop 
using drugs. I'm not the one. I'm not. I'm not kidnapping a group of people, putting them in a room, and forcing them to fucking pop pills. They're doing that on their own accord. Seek treatment. So that's. I mean, I'm. I'm just. That's mm-hmm. the way I feel about it, man. Yeah, that's a tough question, man. All right, let's keep going, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to evoke this passion from you. You're pissing me off, low key. All right, All is right. it is it wrong to date outside the race? Yes. Me and Don had a real good conversation. We had a really good one. I'm gonna let Terry do his thing. <laughs> I don't got to think. Um, love who love you back. Love who you love. That's all I gotta say. All right. Love who love you That's back. Chris, I say no. Um, like God put on this earth to meet new people and expand your yeah. palate. Yeah. And if you fall in love with a Asian woman or Spanish man, why not? If like Terry said, love who loves we you. We love Spanish people. <laughs> black, black men love Bonita. Spanish women. Not me. I'm, I'm have a girlfriend. I said yeah. black men. I didn't say me. <laughs> I think I think people know you're not speaking for yourself when you speak all the time. You're speaking for like more people. I just, you know. I'm yeah. for the culture. Put yeah. it out there. I said black men. <laughs> we know you're not speaking for yourself. I, I, don't, I don't think it's wrong, man. I, yeah, if you love, you love. Now, were me and Doc came to a conclusion though is about when you're dating like only your race really truly understands what you're going through like in your community like at the end of the day when you need to fall back when you've been dealing with the police and whatnot only a black woman is gonna understand what you go through and you don't even gotta go that extreme to police just like when you know when you're just discriminated against in the store or something like they they recognize like when I walk into a place I'm treated differently just because I'm black like they a black woman will understand that more just naturally, because she's experienced it. Now, I think to date outside the race is not a problem at all. And for minorities, definitely, that's great, great thing, good thing. My thing was, like, black men dating white women. So, being from uh, Southern Virginia, Phoenix, Virginia, it was taboo in my high school for black men to date white women. Now, I ain't that damn old. Right, so that's not that long ago. All right, so for that to still be taboo, I think people need to have more of a discussion about that and understand the barriers that there still are for people dating black men, dating white women, and vice versa. So, and then really, when you look at it, there are only outliers in the south for uh, a black man dating a white woman for the most part. You're going to stay within your race. The white girl's dad may not like black guys or a mother or a grandfather. So it just becomes a little awkward. Your culture with what you grew up with, like having like trash bags and shit under the kitchen counter, <laughs> um, you know, like those type of things, the way you talk, things you laugh at, she's not going to understand right off the bat. Now, I'm not saying she can't understand it. I got a good friend. He's dated to a white girl, and he, he loves her. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, there is room to grow and understand. I'm just talking about from a general perspective. Prop in historically, as a habit, you marry within your Yeah, race. like like attracts like. like Even though it's the opposite attract, but like, yeah. you do like that comfortability because you know that some things you don't have to explain. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But love who you love. Love who you love. love. Love who you love. I've seen beautiful people of all races. I've seen like literally every race. Like I'd be like, dang, like she, you're gorgeous, you're beautiful. Yeah, love who you I love. I would be with you. 
Like, so. And do not shame black men for dating white women. Just don't be a motherfucking corny ass dude Just don't be corny. with a fucking white girl who who disassociates herself from your from who you really who from your race. Like you know you're black, she knows you're black. Stop acting like, oh I didn't I don't know that I'm black. She doesn't know that I'm black. You know that she's white. She knows you're black. You need to have those conversations. Yeah, Terry man. Talk about cause you your kids man. gonna be black. Your kids gonna be black and they're gonna be treated like a black one. Mm. So you need to have the conversation. They might get treated right. differently if they light or in some type of different way. They might mm-hmm. not get treated different, but like that's what I'm saying. So it's, it's a conversation, right? Yeah. All right, going on with that outside the race thing. Uh, what? Well, you know, what is good hair? What is good hair? You said you have good hair. I have good hair. You know, and I said this because uh, my hair does what I wanted to do when I when I. Do, when I do something with it, or I try to do something, it, it, it performs how I want it to. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I if I cut my hair or I brush my hair, it it, it, it it lays down. Or if I pick it out, it stands up. Or if I if I if I put oil in if I put oil in it, it, it looks how I want it to look. That's what I'm saying. Good hair. Like I I don't have hair that's a problem for me. Like it, it's not like damn this shit don't look how I want it to look. Like it looks how I want it to look. Mm-hmm. I cut it low, it looks how I want it to look. I grow it out, it looks how I want it to look. What the fuck? So yeah, good hair is just good hair is hair that looks good. Like good hair is hair that looks good. You bad hair is hair that looks bad. It's not the texture, it's not the curls, it's not the motherfucking waviness, it's not the straightness. It's does your hair look good? Does it not look good? You might have to do more to it to make it look the way that you want it to look, or you might have to do less. It's whatever. Like now for black people, good hair is typically Regarded as having straight hair, straighter mm-hmm. hair, and this comes from a white. We uh, talked about it before, man. We talked yeah, about hair. This comes from a white beauty standpoint, all right. And so it's like your hair is straight. Well, black people naturally don't have straight hair. Generally, we don't. It's coarser. Like that's, it's not seen as being good hair. It's not good until it's straight. It's permed out. It's pressed out, right? Yeah. Well, you got the weave in, straight weave. And we got you some curly hair. Somebody's curled up nicely, you know. And now it's good. I'm gonna tell you what good hair is. Good hair is braids. I love oh my god braids. Oh. I don't have fetishes. Like I'm not really into that world, but that might be a fetish. But like braids. Nice set of braids. Oh my god. I do like my lady with braids. They are fire. <laughs> Shit, I'm like, mm, oh my god. Let me not talk about it. All right, next question. Next question. We got two more. Stay with us. Stay you with us. Let me going. Uh, <laughs> uh, can a person really? Per- per- Speaking for the black culture specifically, can a person outside of our culture really understand it? Understand what being black? Yes, I can't understand. I don't understand being a woman, Felicia. No, you can't. No, hmm. no. Easy. Short understand. and sweet. Man. Understand. You talk about empathy. I can empathize. Understand. I don't understand. You could try I to. Know. I think you can understand. Think someone? You've never been punched in the face. You think someone can understand being punched in the face? Yeah. And you never been punched. Somebody in the face? swings and they hit you. You understand, but you ain't never felt it though. That's not. That wasn't the question. The question was understanding. You you, you understand the concept, but you don't understand understand. Nah, I think you're. I think you're. You say something twice, it means some. You yeah. don't understand understand. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can understand. Okay. If you want to, it's within you. That's the empathy part. You need. You want to. Mm-hmm. To want to understand. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Easy. That's you can understand. I mean, it's laid out there. It's, it's written. It's, it's literature. Read. Google. You can understand things. Ask somebody. Talk to somebody. You can understand it. It's like when somebody disagrees with me on something, and I'm generally not wrong. 
But <laughs> you're what? You're what? Generally not wrong. Okay. But I can understand your viewpoint and your disagreement with my points. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I, I don't agree with it. But I see where you're coming from. Got you. Mm. There it is. I think, yeah, you guys summed it up pretty well. I think you just have to show empathy and you want, like, I don't think you can, like, you're not a black man, so you don't know what a black man goes through, but you can try to understand it. You can understand it. You can read up on it. You can, but don't fake the funk. <laughs> like, don't just be yeah. out here just listening to our music and, and, and trying to soak up our culture and then just to abuse it and vulture it. And try to sell it and monetize it, because you then that's tra- and then don't do that. It's just trash. All right. All right. Last question. Do we really have it as bad as we think? No. You know, with this political climate, with the with what's going on in the U.S., you know, people think you know it's the end of times, and you know, with all the systemic racism and all the other things, like you know, people are like, oh. It's, an, it's, it's tough to be out here. It's, nah, it's tough to be a black man in 2018. And, <laughs> and we got it bad. We can't, we can't do this. We can't do that. You know, Specifically, yeah. you said, do we have it as bad as we yes. think? Yeah. No. Nah. And you are not a refugee? Are you a refugee? I'm about no, to say. Sir. We talked about that. Do you I have mean, a home country? You got a passport? You got, you got uh, institutions? You got services? You Google got... Syria right now. Okay. We don't got it bad. Okay, and I try to read up as much as I can on other the worldly problems. Man, there's people out here, families getting displaced by bombs, uh, murdered. You know, no no hospital, no no care, no resolution. Nobody ever dropped soon. a bomb on your street. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, America is fucked up for sure. But there's some countries out there, people are like barely able to live. Like there's really countries where the population is struggling to to survive, mm-hmm. the entire population, and I ain't talking about survive like damn I can't get a job. I'm talking about survive like I ain't eight in a week. Now, and I got the perfect perfect phrase: first world problems. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You don't got third world problems. Mm-hmm. You don't got second world problems. Uh, is there? I never. No one ever talks about the second world. What is the second world? I don't know. That's probably a good question. People talk about first world and third world. We just skip the second. They don't talk about the second world. <laughs> like skip right middle, over. It's, it's number like two. Middle child. It's number two. I it's guess like, oh, it's, it's no just play. some countries. They they cool. Oh, they second, second. They chilling. They But first world problems, bro. We don't have it that bad. But we have first world problems, bro. I have um Wi Fi. I have um cell phone. I have um running water. I have toilet. Yeah. Shout out to the toilet. <laughs> Shout out to the toilet. Shout out to the toilet. That shit go down, it go away. I don't know what happens to it. Bro, when I was younger, I had like a whole moment about where does the shit go? Like, I was like, so it go down the toilet, and then it go where? And then where does it go from there? And then where does it go from there? And where does it end up? They dump it in the ocean. And then we Even, you know what I'm saying? They fucking up the world. I don't know exactly, bro. <laughs> The first world is, is not that bad. Nah, it's not. Stop out here acting like everything is the fucking worst of the worst. Use Google. Briss has announced using Google several times. Google Hop it. In, Google it. Look at what the other world got going on. The other world. Other countries got going on in the world. Alright? But listen. Humble yourself. Can I say this? And I'm going to say it in my nice voice, man. Gratitude. Gratefulness. Yeah, yeah. Wake up every day and be grateful. And be great. Bitch. There it is. Well, 
That was 20 questions, guys. That was 20? Yeah. We did 20? Yeah. yeah. That was good. Damn. That was tough. All right. Trust us on. Well, thank you. Appreciate uh, this out. Free my nigga, Big Bill. These niggas can't stand us. So they wanna sack us. Free all real niggas behind bars. Feel like Tony Montana. Then he's Batman, starring Antenna. today yeah. but we gonna keep educating you because it's education you the way out yes, because it is yes, the so right type of education we're gonna talk about home ownership all right this week so this past week at work me and my co-workers have been talking about home ownership how to how to own a home what it takes to own one when you get it how to maintain it and that sort of thing so for me, when I start thinking about homes, you know, making that purchase, uh, it's a, it's a big commitment, man. You know, paying two hundred to three hundred thousand is a big thing. You know, the monthly payments upwards of twenty five hundred, not including maintenance of the home. Who knows if I have kids by the time I get the crib? So I got expenses from them little motherfuckers. Mm. So all that together kind of leaves me unprepared right now. But that's just a start. There are many different factors that impact or should impact your decision to purchase a home, like square footage of the house, living in a community or uh, not that may come with HOA fees, living in a city, out in the country, how long is your mortgage, interest rates, property taxes, buying a new home, you know, versus buying one that's already built, you know, schools nearby, schools nearby. Uh, payment priorities based on the local market, money to put down on the home, which is generally 10% of the home's value. You know what I'm saying? Pre-approval for home loans. I mean, the list just goes on and on. So it's a big thing. And what I like to do right now is take the time to look at the basic steps you should analyze and understand before buying a home. Number one, how much house can I afford? You know? Um, some consider a starting point to answer in that question is to look at what three times your income is. You know, you don't want to get a house you cannot afford to pay. Uh, and you kind of want to do it based off of the reality of your individual income. Yeah, if you're married, you got a lady or, or a husband, uh, you definitely want to account for theirs. But you need to think like this. What if shit get bad? And it's just my income in here. Can I live to stay here? Can I can I pay to stay here? Check that out. <laughs> so what's up with, with the rising interest rates? All right. Rising interest rates impacts the estate market and is definitely a concern for first time buyers. And it's kind of putting the pressure on people to do things sooner 
rather than later because you're scared the interest rates keeps going up. You want to get a house now before it gets too high. And in fact, 82% of millennials say buying a home is a priority. All right, but don't let the interest rates scare you, okay? What credit score is needed? A credit score of 620 is typically the minimum that mortgage lenders are looking for, though some lenders will go as low as 580. 620 to 680 is typically considered average. 680 to 740 is good. Over 740, you money. I'm saying you can go in there and get you a little crib, match a little interest rate, do your thing. How much do you need to put down? Like I said earlier, 10% is the average in the nation right now. So unless you're in a competitive real estate market, then it might be higher, like 20%. All right, but let's look at what 10% is. So 10% of a $300,000 home is $30,000, 30,000 racks. All right. So that's what you would need to be putting down to even get the home. You know, so digest that. Now, this isn't the same for veterans out there. The VA home loan does not require you to put money down. Length of time is going to be the fifth. Uh, and I mean length of time of the process to start and everything, completing the paperwork to actually get in the house, the application. The application to closing times are shrinking. The 12-month period ended in May of this year. So average closing times for purchasing and refinancing loans combined are about 42 days now. So that's just something else to take into account. And that is some info on home ownership. Go out there, get you a bread. Don't buy nothing you can't afford. Go ahead, Terry. That was amazing. I hope I really sound excited. Because, like, I just learned something. Like, I'm not at the point in my life to where I'm starting to house shop, but, like, Looking ahead to the future, man, that's information we need to have because yeah. home ownership is where it's at, man. At building equity in something, having land in a home, mm-hmm. and something that you could call your own is that's all I've been thinking about. Like I think about that my whole life, man. Like yeah. just really having something that's mine, can't nobody take from me. I pay my taxes on it and it's, it belongs to me. Mm-hmm. So like that's that's what that's the American dream. That's the dream of just people that, that come to this country, man. Have something that's yours. So Home ownership is very important, man. I see, I've seen people like my age and younger that bought their first homes. Like, that shit's inspirational to me to see people taking that step. And I see, like, how it's, like, a whole lot of pride goes along with that, man. Like, I own my home. I'm not just renting. It's mine. I'm not just leasing. I Like, this is this is mine. I could pass something to pass down to your kids, something you could keep in your family, something you could sell and, and whenever you want and do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? Home ownership is great, man. Yeah. And... Specifically, since like I have like a not a financial background, but like an economic and political science background, it's like the, the housing market in America, man, it, it, it got crazy at a time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? These banks, which are really another access of evil, we're gonna talk about the access of evil later. But these banks, man, they were just really fucking over people, man. Greed is a motherfucker. So, um, but don't be scared about owning a home. Now, we're gonna go into my segment, which is a spiritual segment, man. We'll keep it short and sweet, like always, man. Um, and we're just going to talk about what you put into your mind and what you, and how you feed yourself mentally, man. We have to, we have to, we have to be conscious of feeding ourselves positivity and love and good things that are going to help us mentally. We talked about mental health earlier and it's very important, but we can do little things in our lives to make sure that we, that we're moving how we want to move. And the very key thing is to 
feed ourselves positivity. Look at good things. Look look at uh don't don't watch all the ratchetry that's on the television. Don't program yourself in a negative way. Like we we do expose ourselves to certain things, but you have to be conscious of what you expose yourself to, you know? Don't don't go in the direction of negativity. Like I said, television, Instagram, social media, um let's not don't you can't immerse yourself in the hatred because that shit will affect you mentally. You can't always you can't be on your getting all this screen time, be on your phone for 24 hours and looking at all the fucking gossip about everybody. Looking at looking at who's fucking who, looking at who fought who, looking at like that's not who you need to focus your energy and your mind, man. Mental health is important and it goes right into your spirituality, man. Meditation is very key. So you could quiet your mind and put out put outside of your head all the things that might try to enter it because understand things are trying to enter your mind and it's not all positive. So you have to be proactive about putting your energy, your mental energy in places that are positive. So that's my spiritual segment of the week. And I'm going to throw it to my man, Brisnaid. Good job, Terry. Yo, you guys are, you guys are multifaceted. It's amazing. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, man. I really feel that was a genuine compliment. It was. You guys are like the definition of dichotomy. Is that the right word? It's dichotomy. Duality. I'll use duality. Duality. I love, listen, duality, like the number two, like... I think that's one of the most beautiful numbers in the world, man. Yin and Yang, duality. um, Like, there's so many. I I had a whole fucking list of fucking just words. Couples, you know what I'm saying? Two two people balance each other out, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying right and left. You know what I'm saying? You got two eyes, two ears, two nostrils, you know what I'm saying? Two testicles, two ovaries, two, you know what I'm saying? Two everything, man. It's it's fucking dope. Sorry. Continue. Yeah. You guys are beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot we uh, unpacked today. A whole lot, bro. This might be our most in-depth episode. Yeah, we did a lot today. A lot of good info. A lot of things for people to think about. Mm. So, yeah. For any of those questions we talked about, you have uh, some input, or you think we are wrong, let us know. Get Speak in our up. Comments. We're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, we're rarely wrong, but, you know, we might be off. Yes. Just a little bit. Yes. We might, be we might just be off. That's all right. But we're rarely wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But yeah, let us know if we uh we messed up or you, you have conflicting views on it. It's cool, man. You know that's a good thing about life. If you with different attitudes, man. So uh, remember again, follow us on our social medias. Send us letters to mazeltalkspod at gmail dot com. And remember, on the path to play them, there are two rules, man. I'm gonna keep saying it again and again. Stay true to yourself. You straight to stay true to the code, you'll be all good. Thank you for listening to another episode of Model Talks, man. Doc, play something funky to ride I'm out to, man. Peace. First of all, I have to be honest with you, baby. I lied when I told you I never want to see you again. Can you? Just for tonight, and maybe we can do something. Like, make love, watch the sunrise, or listen to JoJo, KC, sing us a verse. Slot, baby. That's the monster, baby. Oh, you feel so sexy, so good.